0: With us today is Steve Cates, otherwise known as Dr. Sky, and he's with us every Sunday uh, morning to tell us what's going on, well, Mars, Venus, the moon, and the skies. Well, Steve Cates, what's going on?
1: Well, good morning, John. We want to wish our Jewish friends a happy new year in the calendar, 5784, as the celebration of Rosh Hashanah continues, which has a lot to do with the new moon and the cycles of the sky. But, John, we talk about going deeper into space, the James Webb Telescope, which is a giant infrared eye in the sky. People may not know that. They found around a red dwarf called K218b, which, by the way, is about nine times the size of the Earth. It's a planet. And they've actually found some carbon-rich atmosphere. At least that's what the astronomers think. They detected a technical molecule called dimethyl sulfide. What's that? Well, that's something that's only produced by plankton, here on the earth so if this particular planet continues to hold true around this red dwarf they call this type of a planetary object a hycean, meaning a hybrid like of hydrogen and of course around an ocean so isn't that amazing john we're hearing more and more about these exoplanets maybe one day we'll find the truth about a habitable planet that's what the search is all about
0: well the truth is steve and i hope we find it in our uh uh our lifetime.
1: Absolutely. Because the closest of the habitable planets, just in case people were curious on this Sunday morning, around the nearest star, a little red dwarf called Proxima Centauri, there's a little tiny star, which that is a star, that has a little tiny planet called Centaur B. And it's only 4.2 light years away. And in the world of astronomy, that's just like it's around the corner compared to some of these other objects. But, John, this gets even more fascinating. Let's go to the planet Mars and open up our minds more, the Perseverance rover has been working on creating and producing oxygen on the surface of Mars with a little tiny experiment that's very costly, it's called MOXIE. And what's it doing? It's like a fuel cell in reverse, it's an electrolyzer, and without all the technical details, what it's done, it's created 122 grams of oxygen, and that's enough oxygen for a small dog to breathe for 10 hours, which means in the future, once we go to Mars, we now have the technology, at least, to see how we can turn carbon dioxide into oxygen. A most amazing technology story, don't you think?
0: Well, someday, if we could habitate the planet, if we ever can get there. Uh, and so many uh, problems have arisen where the fact is we're being told that the human body can't take being out there for, for that long a time. So uh, there's You're a lot right. of challenges.
1: Absolutely. And the big one we've talked about before, and I know this is really a technical subject beyond my area that I specialize in, is that of radiation in space. The longer you go out in these long missions into deep space, cosmic rays, radiation, of course, will eventually permeate spacecraft. So the bottom line is maybe not necessarily good for your health, but that's a whole nother story. But well, we always end off on two things. we got the mystery of the week, John, and here we go. More information about how the universe was created and the mysteries. Now we find out that the universe is made up of these vast shells of matter called cosmic bubbles. What's that? These are galaxies that cluster into vast bubbles that are held together by what we haven't proven yet, but what astronomers and cosmologists think is dark matter. Remember, 25% of the universe, John, is thought to be made of this material called dark matter, If it's material at all, and only 5% of the universe is made up of what we call baryonic matter, that's the stuff that we're made up of. So this is fascinating as the universe continues to expand. We expand our minds here on this particular show every week, and we're so grateful to reach out across America on the Cats Roundtable. And finally, in the live sky, we've got this. We find out that the moon, of course, goes to new. We find out that if you look into the southeast after sunset, Saturn is there. Early morning risers, that object that you see in the east is not a UFO. It's the beauty of the planet Venus, the brightest of all the planets. And what do we say, John? Always remember to keep your feet on the ground, your eyes to the skies, and check out our Dr. Sky experience proudly here on WABCradio.com. It's amazing, John, all the things we're discovering we could do hours and hours on this, and I'm sure you would agree, because the discoveries just keep coming on
0: strong. I agree very much so. Uh, anything going on with the uh, uh, the Mars rovers? Well, what I mentioned before, the
1: Perseverance is actually collecting or producing oxygen. The other rovers, I'm amazed that even continue to even operate because of the longevity of these big, you know, robotic spacecraft. But John, is it possible uh, to last uh,
0: this long the, the other one
1: Well actually they're going way over their expected lifetimes and we have to remember we're talking about solar power but let's talk just briefly about that ingenuity helicopter that's incredible and what people can go to is our WABC doctor. Sky experience we have an exclusive interview with the chief pilot of the ingenuity helicopter and he, re- he talks about how that whole thing actually works and how you have to have high-speed rotors because the oxygen is not there on Mars, how the atmosphere is so thin. But, John, honestly, always honest with you in the audience, I think it's going to be a longer time than we thought about sending humans there because of the issues you and I were both talking about, about health issues and radiation. But I think even NASA's big rocket, the SLS, is over budget. They're going to have to find a way to do this, I hate the word, cheaper. But more efficiently. But the story of the planet Mars—so many privatized companies have their focus on that—and that could be something interesting as we'll report on here in the future.
0: Well, Doctor Sky, uh, Steve Cates, thank you so much for bringing us up to date, and we'll we'll talk up again real soon.
1: Well, thank you, John. Have a great Sunday. Thank you. you too.